It's time for the Catholic Hipster Podcast with my dad, Tommy. And our friend, Sarah. I hope you like it. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the CHP, the Catholic Hipster Podcast. I've never called it that before because it's kind of <laughs> lame, but here we are. We have two wonderful people on the phone right now. Actually, not on the phone. <laughs> Do you want to start over, Tommy Ty? No, definitely not. Power through. That's Sarah Fabulous's voice, and chuckling in the background is Haley Stewart. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> the CHP, it made me think that we were driving on the Chips. Pacific Coast Highway. We should call this the Chip Podcast. That would be good. But then it would say Catholic Hipster Podcast Podcast. That wouldn't really make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, Tom, Tommy's drinking decaf coffee. I just I want know. everybody to know this is going to be well, extra weird. I tried to get into the gym this morning with my library card. So, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that just the total nerd life move, though? Be like, whoops. Sorry. Except let's I go discuss there all the about how Haley went to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, my card is not working. <laughs> they were like, Yes, that is because it is your library card. Uh, you're like, well, actually, that's a better idea. I'm just going to go to the library instead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Sarah, you never answered my question. How are you? Oh, man, I'm great. Well, I'm home for a change, which is really nice. But I'm only home for, I don't know, three days. So You went to Harry Potter land. That's cool. Just so we can get as many people to click uh, open Apple Q as possible. Oh, yeah. Podcast. I think we lost everybody. Yeah. I love <laughs> Harry Potter. I'm a heretic. <laughs> In full disclosure, I've tried twice and I've never been able to make it past halfway through the fourth book. Oh, man. So. Why? Just because you get bogged down or? I guess it's like, you know, when you're trying, well, like, so in college, it's like, that's when I first tried to read it, I guess, right? Like freshman year of college. Cause yeah, I'm when you old. were learning how to read, right? Right. Just <laughs> learning how to read. And uh, I don't know. I guess it's just like, and now it's like I tried again, but it's like there's so little time to read in life mm. that like in a story, you got to kind of stay interested. And if it's like, oh, I haven't actually picked this up in two and a half weeks, then I'm cashing it down. Well, you know, Audible is pretty great for Harry Potter. It is my favorite format. Um, to be able to listen my, to my um, car doesn't have a thing to plug in like a phone. So then I would just be like listening to my speaker phone. Could you get them from the library? Mm. Oh, now that's not a bad idea. But this show's not about an intervention to get me to read Harry Potter. You guys, <laughs> I am a loyal son of the church. Hey, <laughs> no Potter, no yoga. Oh, geez. No. To, that intervention, though. To be fair, I to, this is this shocked me and kind of I loved it. I've been reading the um the personal letters of Dorothy Day in adoration. And I literally just came across a letter where she said, please pray for my granddaughter who just started going to yoga. Life is so hard. That's and really I funny. Up at that. <laughs> she doesn't like yoga. Dorothy Day, not a fan. Well, you know, I think it, it all of this depends on how deep down the rabbit hole you go. I think my liking Harry Potter as an escape from my working hard at work and it's entertain pure entertainment and nothing more. I don't see that there's a problem for that. And if you're doing yoga, you're doing it for the exercise for, you know, breathing and stretching. But if you get maybe into the spiritual side of it, maybe that's a challenge, right? 
Haley, when you went to check into the gym with your library card this morning, were you going to do yoga? Was that the plan? <laughs> I wasn't. I was going to walk on the treadmill that has Netflix on it. <laughs> get myself to exercise. Man, Waco has changed, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We're very fancy at the Waco YMCA. For real. It's got like mason jars all around it, distressed wood, right? This is what I picture Waco, Waco now. Is always there at the treadmill next <laughs> Oh goodness gracious. Haley, how are you? You're you're breaking records. I think you're the you're now tied for the leader for most appearances on the Catholic Hipster podcast or CHP if that's caught on. I don't know if people are saying that yet. <laughs> oh really? Well, I'm honored. Um I'm good. The baby slept through the night last. No way. Wow. So I'm feeling pretty amazing. I mean, I'm catching up obviously since I did the gym with my library card, but right now I'm feeling pretty good. That is the best. I'm halfway feeling great for you and halfway feeling just hateful towards you that your baby's already <laughs> sleeping through the night. <laughs> he doesn't always. This is usually she's up two or three times, but it's it so good. One good thing about parenting that people need to know when they're deep in the thick of it is like if your life can be miserable for like two straight weeks and then if your baby sleeps through the night once, then when someone asks you how it's going, you like you don't even think about it you're just like it's going great because you're like so living in the moment that it's like every day is a brand new experience <laughs> so yeah we're doing good that's fantastic and tell all the listeners your very um tratty catholic name for your beautiful daughter <laughs> it's hildegard rose so we there it is hildy or hildy rose and she's a cutie pie and is there a Saint Stuart? Because if there is, then that's a triple Saint name, which I think is lots of points. Well, were there any Stuart like the <laughs> Saint? Weren't they? Were, weren't, weren't they Stuarts? I think they were. All right, we got it. Saint Hildegard, Saint <laughs> Rose, Saint Stuart. Pray for us. There has to. I mean, you know, Saint Stuart. Pray for us. There is a Stuart in heaven. For God's sake, I I would hope. Right. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> At least one stew <laughs> made it. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, in, I'm sitting in a van in my garage and I'm holding in my hands a book with carrots sticking out of it because Haley knows about branding and she knows how to really stick with branding. And her book, The Grace of Enough, has carrots. Is that great? Did you get to pick the cover or they did this I for you? I pick the cover. So I was such a pain about the title, like all of the title ideas they had. I was like, no, I hate it. No, I hate it. So finally, we like compromised on the title and then they were going to send me the cover. And I think we were all braced for more <laughs> back and forth. And they sent me and I was just like, carrots. I love it. <laughs> they, they were like, they, okay, they knew it. we're going to move forward before she changes her mind. <laughs> They're like all that title debate. Let's just put some carrots on there. She'll say yes to it. Slap a carrot on there. She will love it. Ah, uh, that is fantastic. I don't think people know that um, authors of books, at least in the Catholic world, which is all that we know, I assume, um, don't get much choice when it comes to this kind of stuff, usually at all, right? True. It's true. I rejected just like, my first book cover. It was you terrible. did. That's oh so yeah, rad. I, I That's called so him rad. and I said, I can't do this. <laughs> That and said, you got a good I said cover. it's so bad. I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah, they, they went back to the drawing board, thankfully, because it just was not good. For me, they're like, oh, we asked a bunch of random people and they all picked this one. 
And I'm like, wow, that this is how it works. Like, is this how it worked for Tom Clancy or some other famous regular author? <laughs> he doesn't get like John Grisham doesn't get to pick which likes you know aircraft carrier is on the cover of his latest thriller or something. I don't think they care because they just keep cranking out more books. Yeah, that's what we all do too. Crank them out. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Chipotle on the latest check. <laughs> oh, true. You can barely afford the burrito. So <laughs> right, no, it's definitely not. It's a children's quesadilla. <laughs> Get the meal. <laughs> Can I get the one without the meat? <laughs> it's not I'm even not Friday. <laughs> Haley, um, why don't you tell us about yourself? You have lots of kids. Your husband's like an ultra runner with a pelican tattooed on his chest. Introduce <laughs> people who don't know you to to Haley Stewart. Sure. Well, Tommy, you probably said all anyone. Really <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's the bio. <laughs> But yeah, we're in Central Texas. My husband Daniel is um, works in nonprofit. He's a runner. Like this morning, after this is over, he's going to be running on a long run, which it, for him is like twenty miles. You know, <laughs> help us. So I was on the treadmill for all of fifteen minutes. <laughs> you didn't even get through an episode on Netflix. <laughs> I did not. So that's a fun fact about Daniel. He's also a beekeeper, which is cool. That is cool. I, I've literally texted him a picture of a wasp's nest above my garage door being like, help, what do I do? And he said, oh, cute wasps, basically, you know, like you should enjoy them. <laughs> and then um, we got four kids, nine-year-old, newly seven-year-old, five-year-old and baby. And we homeschool the kids. I do writing and podcasting. And I thought you were naming the subjects that you teach them. It's like I do writing. Oh, and yeah, podcasting. that'd be so great. Daniel does math and science. <laughs> <laughs> I do the podcasting. We're all great podcasters at this point. <laughs> Interrupting podcasts. To be honest, they would probably have a, all of our kids would produce better podcasts than any of us, I would say, probably. <laughs> they would also be hilarious. Um, so, yeah, that, that's us. That's great. If, if that doesn't make people fall in love with you and your family, then they're monsters, <laughs> basically. And it's, it's fun that we have like... Our kids are nice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's uh, We have uh, scarily um, nearly normal, like similar lives. We have a nine, six and a newly minted four-year-old and we'll have a baby in February. So yeah. um, I'm terrified of bees though. I've been stung twice. The furthest I've ever run is five miles and I probably couldn't even make it a mile today. But you know, <laughs> I have no tattoos either. But close. So very close. so very same. Similar. <laughs> very similar. <laughs> it's like the California version, kind of the light version of Central Texas Stewart family. So, okay. Um, are we gonna go to another segment before we talk about the book or should we start? Yeah, talking let's about the book let's there? take a break. Give people a break from our nonsense. I think they've had enough intense content for a little bit. Take a breather. <laughs> and then we'll come back and we'll talk to Haley about her amazing new book that everyone needs to buy. Everyone did buy. It was ranked number one for like a billion days. Okay, right? well, everyone needs to buy another copy. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> buy a second copy. <laughs> so Let's we'll... leave them around. Leave them around subway stations and things like that for people to pick up. It'll be great. Like you mean like subway like transportation, not like subway like the sandwich shop. Also right? subway sandwich shops. <laughs> Actually, that's good. So that when people put too much on their sandwich, the book would be sitting there staring them in the face. Like... <laughs> 
We're going to email Ave after this. So we brainstormed on the podcast and we wanted to do a crossover with Subway. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. Take it away, commercial. I think it's time for a break now. Welcome back, one and all, which also may be one. I don't know how many people are. <laughs> we talked about right Harry now. Potter, so again, yeah, just one. <laughs> it's just Sarah and I listening to help improve our craft. No one else. <laughs> Hi, Tommy. <laughs> uh, well, we're back. We're back with Haley Stewart. Haley, tell us your maiden name. Payne. Wait, what? Payne. Haley Payne. Oh, Payne. Oh, that's a good maiden name. Dang. <laughs> That must have been tough. Yeah. Well, I mean, I. I, I mean, Stuart's a good name. It's not like a bad name at all. It, Haley Payne, you're a pain. You know. Oh, uh, that kind of stinks. Other than that, it wasn't too bad. But then growing up, like being named Haley Payne, that sounds like <laughs> you could do so much with that. Should be your stage name when you blow up. You know. <laughs> it's funny because it's been so long since I was yeah, right. Only Haley Payne. For 20 years, and then I've been Haley Stewart for 13 years. Do you ever think of the moment when you cross over and you've been married longer than you haven't been married? I do, and it's weird. I've known Daniel longer than I haven't. Yeah, that is weird, huh? Yes, very weird. So um, every once in a while, I'll see someone from early college or high school, and they're like, Haley Payne, and I'm like, oh, yeah. That's me. <laughs> that's like if my wife ever gets a letter in the mail that says Karen Ryan, she's like, this must be from my mom. That's odd. They mailed it to our house. And it's like, no, that was your name. <laughs> so very much. So what is this book about? The Grace of Enough? I'm thinking I want more of things. Why are you telling me I've had enough? So a um, couple years ago, I guess three years ago, my family moved to Texas from Florida where we had previously been homeowners filling up our home with stuff. And we sold our house and got rid of most of our stuff and moved to a farm for a year to a teeny tiny apartment with no flushing toilets and kind of <laughs> revamped our lives from there. So that it's kind of part memoir, but then dives into practical applications of how we can all try to pursue the gospel rather than the throwaway culture that surrounds us. Boy, that sounds like something that we desperately need to hear right now. I mean, holy smokes, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I needed to go through that experience. So I feel like a lot of other people were feeling the same way we were. I, yeah, I mean, I think everybody kind of gets caught up in the acquisition of more and more stuff and doesn't really, you know, you don't really realize it sometimes. You're just going and going and going, you know? And so um, you guys took a really big step. Do you have tips for people who could just like maybe reflect and not go live in a composting toilet kind of apartment? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's one of the things that's been interesting is trying to bring what we learned from our year on the farm into our kind of quote unquote normal life now that we live in a house in the city. And I think that one of the things we can all do is have less and try to reorient ourselves towards things that matter more. Because I think the issue with stuff isn't just that we have too much. That's one problem. 
but that it's distracting us from things that are more important, you know, taking up our mental space, taking up our time because we're cleaning it and we're organizing it. And um, it's interfering with more important things like relationships. And so I think that's really the heart of the matter and something that you can do, whether you're in the country or in the city or single or married, that we can turn towards things that are more important. I, I think that's such a great point. I didn't really think about that because I usually think about just the acquisition of stuff and having stuff that you don't need when people don't have stuff that they do need to be kind of terrible. But you're right that like you get something and now you have something to do, right? Like if someone buys a new car, now they're washing it every weekend because they need it to look nice or whatever. And those things are taking time away. So it's uh, less the stuff and more what it does to your life. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think, I mean, it's too, like you said, there's two levels. It's not good to have a lot of stuff when some people don't have enough stuff, <laughs> that's a bad thing. Um, but then just like you said, it's taking our time and mental energy away from more important things and also trying to satisfy the desires of our heart, which can't ever be satisfied with this stuff, but we're trying, <laughs> we're trying. <laughs> and so I think that when we can shift and notice when we're doing that, because I, mean, I still struggle with that. I still do that sometimes. And, um, I mean, it may surprise you, but I am not like super holy <laughs> yet. What? <laughs> so I think Don't that- Don't we vet people before we have them on, Sarah? What is this about? Uh, well, it is me on the show too. So <laughs> <laughs> I like Harry Potter, remember, even? As long as you're holier than the hosts, that's the only requirement. <laughs> oh, that yeah. is not hard to accomplish. <laughs> no, I got ripped to shreds because I said I ate meat on Friday. <laughs> I said it on, you know, sort of national TV. <laughs> that didn't go very well. No, I think it's great, though. <laughs> Haley, can I just point this one sentence out to you? I was reading about uh, holy hospitality because I think hospitality is absent in our culture, like 100% absent, sadly. Um, and your first sentence in this chapter, just I just want to read it because it shows people how you're a good writer, which we get so many books um, that are written that we get in the mail and that we read or that we buy at the store and people aren't really good writers, even though their message is good. I don't know if that makes sense. But you started this chapter with the countertops were groaning under the weight of fragrant dishes. That sentence just That's started. really lovely. You're such a good writer. That's so incredible. I'm so proud of you. That is so nice. I feel like that's not something I hear very much. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a, a hot a hot insider thing. Uh, editors, when they send your manuscript back, don't usually leave comments about how good your writing is. <laughs> They're like, this all stinks. Start over. Blow it up. It's terrible. <laughs> Why did you write this? It's not necessary. That happened to me quite a bit. This is unnecessary paragraph. Okay. Well, while we're speaking of hospitality... We did kind of invite ourselves over to Tommy's house. <laughs> That's true. Before knowing him. That is very true. That's how you start chapter nine in the book, the yeah. internet isolator or community builder, which was funny because like I was, when I first got your book in the mail, I'm like, I'm going to look through the, the table of contents and just flip to the ones that seem most interesting. And I was like, oh, this one's sort of about, um, you know, social media and does it split us apart or bring us together? And I'm pretty interested in that topic. And I did not know when I opened that that was what was going to be in the book. That was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> what um, were somebody, you thinking? Uh, in one interview, I forget who it was, but they said that their favorite line from the book was, no one got murdered. <laughs> and they were like, that. they just were like, we're going to leave this without context. This is my favorite sentence. We're Buy not the book for this sentence. referring to. <laughs> 
I just felt cool because that was the first time I ever got to go to Trader Joe's and buy gluten-free pasta. I think I've told you this. Like, I felt like such a badass, just like tossing it up on the thing, being like, yep, that's me. <laughs> I'm cool enough today. <laughs> so funny. Uh, that was why. And that was like, uh, people think, I guess now it's like, that doesn't seem so strange that you and your family would have come here and stayed here a couple days. But like, this was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't know each other like at all. Right. Really. It was. Yeah. It was like you, you messaged us and you were like, you're going to be in the in the area. Do you want to hang out or get together? And we we're like, actually, <laughs> for a few nights. And I, my wife's asking me, what am I thinking? I'm like, no, it's cool. Like I, I saw them tweet about listening to Postal Service while they're driving on their road trip. I'm sure they're totally like legit and fine. <laughs> that was my low bar for welcoming people into my house. But again, we didn't nobody got killed. That was a good thing. Yes, true. so so um okay what do you think that if somebody reads your book and is like yes i do have too much what do they do like what are they supposed to do now you know sometimes we like hear a good message and then we don't know how to act now that we've heard that message so yeah what do you think people should do if they're like dang Haley's right and what do i do with this tesla in my driveway we have a lot of (laughs) listeners who have teslas my boss just got one there you go what is her boss supposed to do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, um, one thing I think is really helpful as you're kind of looking around at all your stuff, trying to figure out what to do with it is joining a local buy nothing group. So usually you can find them on Facebook and their gift economy groups, local gift economy. So there'll be one for like your area of town, like your neighborhood. And you just post stuff that you're passing along. So if you have too many lemon squeezers for making lemonade, you can say, hey, anybody want a lemon squeezer? And somebody can come and pick it up at your house. And then you can meet a neighbor and you can be friends. And so recently our laptop charger broke and we were going to buy a new one. And then I was like, hey, buy nothing group. Anybody have this kind of laptop charger? And one of my former professors from college was like, I have an extra one and it doesn't go to the laptop I have now. I'll bring it over. And so I think that that's a cool way to be getting rid of your stuff is finding people that you can meet to pass it along to that you're actually blessing with your stuff. Um, And also I recommend going through your house, like one section at a time. Don't just decide like today we're going to declutter everything (laughs) because then you'll just like sit on the floor and cry. (laughs) Go through like a closet, you know, do like one thing a day that's small and then over time, you'll you'll get through everything. I think it's also important to keep in mind that you want to stop bringing as much in to your home um, because otherwise this is just going to happen over and over and over again. And so it's better to not bring the stuff into your house at all by trying to plan more carefully, maybe sleeping on the idea of a purchase, trying to decide if you really need that um, before overwhelming your house further with stuff you don't need. I totally, totally love it. And I think it's the um, idea of getting to know people through the group you were talking about is so great because I think this is just me throwing this out there, but I feel like some of the um, views that people have been taking lately in our culture that we hear 
have to be based on the fact that we're not connected to each other anymore. And the less connected we are, the more we can be like uh, individualistic to the point of like endangering other people. You know what I mean? I think if we get to know people and we see them and we're sharing our stuff with them, it can really kind of revolutionize the way we think about helping other people. So great yeah, absolutely. And I think it also helps if you do have kids and you're trying to help them get rid of some of their stuff, it makes a lot more sense to them to be like, there's a kid who would really like this, as opposed to like your favorite stuffed animals just going in the trash. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, he'll get a proper burial at the landfill. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I think a lot of us are trying to buy our way into happiness. And Mm -hmm. when you have less stuff, I think you can see how that doesn't help you in a clearer way. Um, I know I moved about a year ago and when I moved, I did a pretty big clean out of stuff. And I tell you, there's, I don't miss any of the stuff that I got rid of. And I've been taking the time even over the last couple of months to clean out like one drawer a day or one drawer every other day of some of my clothes that I'm like, I haven't worn this stuff in a year. Why do, why do I keep it? I, is it good enough to give away or can it just, you know, does it really need to be trashed, etc. Um, and then we have an electronics recycling place just around the corner from me. So been doing some of that too, but it, it's nice. Cause I'm like, I don't need all this stuff. I don't need it. And it's not making me any happier. In fact, it stresses me out to have this stuff in my house that I never use. Right. Yeah. I think that's a great point and something that we all like struggle with in our culture. I shared a story in the book about how I ordered this certain kind of laptop bag. And I just like thought about it an absurd amount of like the bag's going to come in the mail and I'm going to open the bag. Click the tracking number. Click the tracking number. Where is it now? Now. And I'm not going to be Haley Stewart, the lame woman who doesn't have a nice laptop bag and just (laughs) has a laptop in her purse and kind of pokes out the top. I'm not going to be her anymore. I'm going to be the fancy, cool, I have it all together, Haley Stewart, with a nice laptop bag. And in my head, I was like, I'm going to be so much happier. Just wait. And then it came in the mail and it was like a little bit too bulky and I'm really short. And so it just (laughs) kind of comical like just looks so big but then you're all in at that point right you have to be like i love this laptop bag even though you don't and then you're lying to yourself (laughs) there's that like little bit of buyer's remorse you know where you're just like ah and so just a reminder of like how am i so dumb that i still think like something stupid is gonna suddenly change my life and make me happy (laughs) just now reminded of my son had $2 and we were at a place to get ice cream and they had these, he wanted to buy something because he had $2. So he needed it. And so he saw these buttons that had like the logo of the ice cream place. And he was like, I want to get these. And I was like, it's not a great idea. I don't think this is going to be a purchase you're going to be happy about. And so I kind of turned my back and he did the little exchange on the sly. Wow. Look at that. With his cash. And then after a few minutes, he said, I want my $2 back. (laughs) (laughs) These buttons. And I was like, oh, I was like, that's not how it works. You know, you bought the buttons and now you kind of got to live with it. And he just lost it. And he was like, I didn't know I hated them until after I bought them. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so great. And I was like, oh man, we have all been there. 
And oh, I'm yeah. so glad that you have discovered this truth with two dollars. <laughs> what most of us discover. <laughs> and I didn't know I hated it. Now be a grown up and put the buttons in the giant bag full of buttons and just go on with your life. <laughs> I didn't know I hated it. I really that's that a great so line. <laughs> the kids can really um tip us off, you know? They can really do these things that really show us the way, that's for sure. So do we put her on the Catholic Hipster hot seat? She's been on there before. Does she oh, have to go back on? I guess we don't have to do that. I think we should, though. <laughs> only, <laughs> only if you ask questions about laundry detergent. I am looking at laundry <laughs> detergent right now. <laughs> All right. Haley Stewart, Miss Payne, if you yep. will. <laughs> Welcome to the Catholic Hipster Hot Seat, sponsored by St. Lawrence, who famously said, Sarah? Turn me over. I'm done on this side. That's pretty good. You did it. I did. We frequently mess up on that. Okay, Haley, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. I'm nervous. It's, okay, it's breakfast in Central Texas, <laughs> right? Tacos or chilaquiles? Chilaquiles. Okay. Wow, no hesitation. No, no, you don't. No hesitation. <laughs> um, man, I'm trying to remember. We've asked you a lot of these questions before, so I don't want to repeat. But you know, it's I need. I didn't have coffee yet because I'm hoping to take a nap. Um, <laughs> real, real the grace of being awake enough. Yeah, <laughs> time to go back to sleep. Enough. I don't have kids, so I can go back to bed. Um, Boo hiss. Hey, listen, it's grass is always greener, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this classic question. So, Haley, margarita, salt or no salt? No salt. Yes. Ugh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no. is that sugar around the rim? And if yeah. it's not, I'm like. Uh, so <laughs> let me take it one step further Haley. do you like just a classic margarita or do you prefer the fruity margaritas that can come with the sugar on the rim fruity margarita yeah now we're cooking <laughs> i'm being i'm not lying i'm not lying on your podcast well, i'm not taking that to confession well here's the thing Haley. <laughs> yeah it's not worth it i'm with you a hundred percent we're on the same team so no no need <laughs> to be embarrassed or anything meanwhile i've already posted your book on my buy nothing facebook local facebook <laughs> oh, page oh. for someone that i will deliver it to anyone who needs it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay uh if you were standing in line because someone forced you to get your next tattoo, what's it going to be of? Ooh, I've actually thought about this. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> Mori themed, but not with a skeleton. Because I feel like I don't want to do a skeleton tattoo because then it feels like kind People of... People won't get it. Yeah. Roger-ish, you know? Yeah. Um, so I want to get a death's head moth. You know, the kind of moth that has like a little skull on its back? Oh, uh -huh. yeah. So, and I think about... I don't know, moths and the verses about like treasures in heaven, things that can't be destroyed by moth. You know. So anyhow, so moth and then maybe a little banner under it says Memento Mori. So it won't be too confusing for people. And so the moth <laughs> would be like gray and brown and, you know, it's kind of drab colors. But then I want flowers around it that represent my children. Mm. Wow. So that's, my, that's my idea. On my, when, like, are you, when are you getting it? <laughs> I don't know when I have money. <laughs> you sound ready. You sound ready. The grace of enough enough does not apply to tattoos. Is that true? 
I think it probably does. It does. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go for it, Sarah. Um, that was such a good question. All I can think of is this morning about how we were corrected by sister about how to properly spell memento mori. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's with an E, not an O. Memento. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that movie Memento back in the day? I never saw it, but I remember it's, my dad going to see it. I don't know. I, I don't think it's worth seeing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it does have tattoos, though, if I remember correctly. Mm. Yeah. Um, are you going, Sarah? Yeah, go? I'll, I'll go. So, All Haley, right. are you pro or con <laughs> for daylight saving time? Oh, man, I didn't know where you were going with that. Is there any parent who is pro? Yeah. I don't think so. Do y'all even do daylight savings in Texas? We do. Surprise. Yeah, you do. You'd think you'd fight against it. <laughs> do our own thing. <laughs> Arizona's got their own thing. It is really hard to be like, it's bedtime. And they're like, the birds are chirping. The sun is shining. And you're like, I know. Go to bed. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Let me think. All right. <laughs> Hang on a second. What's your favorite state that you visited when you guys went on your massive road trip? Oh, such a good question. So hard to answer. I'm going to throw in... A wild card. I really liked Idaho. <laughs> there you go. We loved it. So there's that. Shout out to all our Idaho listeners. Probably eating hash browns for breakfast right now. <laughs> Good for them. Um, Haley, in and out or Whataburger? Oh, gosh. How do you do this to me? This is tough. Okay. I feel very loyal Whataburger. However, I have to admit that we go to In-N-Out more. Is there In-N-Out there yeah. where you're at? No, oh. In-N-Out in Waco, Texas. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, first, okay. This is important. Tommy. Did you Wait, know? you can't do this. No. <laughs> no. That on rain, maybe this won't help you because it never rains there. But on rainy days, kids get free hot cocoa at In-N-Out. Are you kidding me? No. Dang. So go through the drive through Say how many kids are in the car, and they get free hot cocos. I will do that. The last time it rained here was April twenty sixth. Wait, and we're really? Recording on October twenty. Yes, I have a rain. I have a weather station. Oh my god! Speaking of having things you don't need, <laughs> and it was um, April twenty sixth. That was our last measurable rain. Oh. But yes, next April I will take the kids to get hot cocoa. That's a great <laughs> hack right there. Take it, what a burger! <laughs> All right, next up, Ted Cruz, Beto O'Rourke, or not voting. Gosh, I'm not. <laughs> you don't have to answer this question. That's just really mean. I was hoping you would say you weren't voting so we could have a conversation about that. Oh, well. Yeah, I'm not voting. That there is you go. <laughs> Good for you. Fight the system. Oh, man. Okay. Didn't do that. But yeah, that was too far, Tommy Ty. So I, I do try to take it too far. <laughs> um, I was just going to ask another question, but I'm all thrown by this. I don't want politics in my podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> dear Tommy. Oh, hey, Haley, what are you going to do for Halloween? Do you celebrate Halloween? Do your kids oh, yeah, trick or go. treat? What's happening? This is it. Growing up Protestant in the Bible Belt, I did not celebrate Halloween. We had like a harvest festival at a church, which now thinking back sounds even more pagan. <laughs> <laughs> now we do celebrate Halloween. And my husband, who is head of the Neighborhood Association, Love which that. Him, Love that. would surprise you 
who voted this man in? He is very responsible. But if you had just met him, you might not think this is the man we want in charge of our neighborhood association. So anyhow, he's head of the neighborhood association. In our neighborhood, there's a street that always gets blocked off. So trick-or-treaters can trick-or-treat because it's like there's these cool old houses. And so our friends come over. We have some food. We walk up to the cool trick-or-treating street. And then we come back and watch The Nightmare Before Christmas and drink hot chocolate as our kids eat a bunch of candy and then start crying. So <laughs> so what are you going to be for Halloween? Oh, that's so funny. I dress up. Oh. But – my baby is going to be a bunny rabbit. I thought about getting a giant carrot costume, <laughs> but it didn't happen. I was like, I just don't want to spend $30 yeah. on this giant carrot costume. You wouldn't have regretted it, though. Let's be real. I mean, <laughs> no, laptop What you should bag, have done is carrot, had, had your one of your kids dressed up as the rabbit and then the baby as the carrot. And then you have the baby. You carry the baby in front of the rest of the children. <laughs> that would have been cool. And then we have um, Benjamin got some kind of terrifying Grim Reaper-ish costume with his grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> that it was like, okay, now I guess we're doing this. And then um, one of the girls is going to be a princess and the other is going to be a woodland elf. So Wow, that is a crew to be walking around out there. <laughs> Ailey, what is the one thing that still happens every once in a while or recently happened where you um, have to take a step back because you're a convert and it's like, Oh, that's kind of weird. Like you mentioned celebrating Halloween, anything else that pops up in your life where you're like, this is weird. Now I play, I play cards or something that you didn't used to be able to do when you were in, I don't know very many Protestants. So I'm just making she that up. She can probably know. dance now. So. <laughs> oh okay. Tummy hurts from laughing. Okay. Isn't that funny when the synod dance party was going on and people were literally like, do you think they were giving out drinks? I'm like, of course they were you idiots. It's a bunch of bishops. <laughs> How can you be upset about that? Anyway, I'm sorry. That's an aside. Are okay now, other than like cussing, cards, and dancing. <laughs> you know that should be our new evangelization platform. To be honest, <laughs> that's the, the Catholic Hipster Podcast: cussing, cards, and gambling. I think it was in college when I realized that like saying a cuss word might not be a sin, like in of itself. <laughs> Well, good. I hope that you did in college what I found out in fourth grade, and I hope that it went really well and it was a good time for you. I wish I would have waited a little longer than fourth grade, to be honest. Oh, man. Yep. So, I don't know. So, cussing? That's your thing? That's your answer? Or your answer's just like, eh, I don't know. I'm totally down with relics, but seeing the relics of St. Anthony when they were kind of cruising through town recently where it was like, this is part of his cheek and this is one of his bones. I was thinking, I would have thought this was very weird. <laughs> like, I don't think this is weird now, but I definitely would have been like, what is happening? <laughs> I want to emphasize with a curse word, but that might be a sin. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, have said it before and I will keep saying it that relics are like our thing and i don't think even protestants even know that much about I, I don't even think they would it's like not one of their top things that they think about us that they think is weird but right. boy they should really i i think like the next time somebody ever asks me like well where's that in the bible i'd be like i don't really care have you heard about this cheek that was been traveling around the country let's talk about that <laughs> It's so true. They're like, well, the Marian doctrines. I'm like, but have you heard about this? 
I kissed a femur bone. What do you think about that? Well, to be fair, I was talking to one of my friends this week who is not Catholic, and um, he told me that his dad is in his garage So because he's cremated and he's just chilling in his garage. Oh, man. So it's I, not just Catholics, y'all. I would be so terrified. I, I know you're supposed to bury him, but like I wouldn't even think of having it around the house because it would just get spilled. You know, yeah. like it would yeah. definitely be spilled. I'm nervous. Yep. I just, yeah, no, it would just creep me out. I mean, the end. Forget everything so else. It would just like, creep me out. As Catholics were like, so I saw this cheek and I knelt in front of this femur and it's like, what about this guy's dad's ashes? We're like, oh, that is creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what are they thinking? But then I walk into Catholic churches and I'm like, hey, is there an incorruptible in here? Take me to the incorruptible. I want to go. I want to go. <laughs> uh, all right. Haley, uh, when you guys are eating dinner by yourselves as a family at home, when you're not opening your doors to hospitality, do you use napkins or paper towels? Oh, good one. Oh, we usually forget, and then someone grabs a kitchen rag to ah. like break down fingers. It's it's not super fancy over here, Tommy. <laughs> well, I, you know, I figured you were going to say like you use reusable, you know, handkerchiefs and wash them or something. That seems like something. Is is Baby Hildy rocking cloth diapers right now? She is. She wow. is. Wow. Brave soul. <laughs> well, she's <laughs> we, not solid yet. So this is the golden era before uh, the yeah. rough patch. Our washing machine used to smell. Actually, a washing machine that you washed your clothes in used to smell so terrible. <laughs> <because you're washing. laughs> <laughs> can stay with you and do our laundry <laughs> oh, that is funny but to be fair i will say that to not impose Haley did say we can like pitch a tent in your backyard and sleep back there and i'm like i think that would be even weirder <laughs> well that was before the chickens so <laughs> that was before the chickens that is true that is true. I have so many neighbors who are like, we thought about getting chickens, but we've decided not to. And I'm like, oh, is it because my backyard is so loud and stinky? <laughs> uh, okay. okay, Haley, you're off the Catholic hipster hot seat. All right. Whew, what a relief. We got to get your husband out the door on this gigantic 20 mile run. Now I can just regret saying anything about voting. <laughs> 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 I I literally put my ballot into the recycling bin immediately from the uh, mailbox, which I, may be a sin. I don't know. I'll I'll provisionally confess it. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm gonna go vote this afternoon. So if you lived in California, and I don't know how Texas is really, but in California, there's no place in Cal in the world I feel like where your vote feels like it counts less than here in California. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just tough. Where you're like, man, well, I can't vote for you, so I guess I'll. Uh, uh, I can't vote for you. <laughs> I'm going to write in myself. <laughs> yeah, I, we, we might do some third party stuff, but I don't write in Daniel. He's got leadership experience. <laughs> he, I mean, from, from HOA president to the Senate, you know, I mean, <laughs> our kids think it's like a really big deal and they'll like mention something going on in the neighborhood and they're like, we should tell dad. I mean, he is the president. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so awesome. I saw someone parked less than six feet away from a fire hydrant. So <laughs> letting my dad know. <laughs> well, as predicted, it was a wonderful time to spend with you here on a Saturday morning. What time is it in Waco, Texas right now? 9.37. All right, cool. There you go. Is it 9.38 actually? 
Now it is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Everybody should definitely go buy this book, The Grace of Enough, right? Oh, 100%. Yep. Shouldn't they? Yeah. You can be happy right. with what you currently have instead of always wanting more. That's what you need. It's the anecdote to the throwaway culture, the blueprint to living a fulfilling life. Can I say that? Those I are the words so. of Brandon Vaught, but you know, oh. I still said it. <laughs> I was like, wow, Tommy, that's really deep for you to think of off the top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Brandon, for those kind words that you helped me say. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Haley. Oh. We hope that um, you enjoy Netflix on your treadmill. Um, <laughs> With yeah, all the library cards. <laughs> I have my 15 minutes of Netflix. <laughs> She's getting fit, people. Get out of her way. She's <laughs> going to take over the world. <laughs> oh, gosh. Have a wonderful, super fantastic weekend. Have a great Halloween. Thank you, guys. You're the best. Take care, Haley. <laughs> Hi, this is Andrew with Guadalupe Roastery. Here at Guadalupe Roastery, we are committed to working directly with the farmers who produce your coffee so that just by switching out what's in your cup, you can help bring farmers, families, and communities out of poverty. To help change the world, order now at www.guadaluperoastery.com. That's www.guadaluperoastery.com. Change your coffee, change the world. Together, we are coffee for the common good. That was a pretty fun time, right? I thought it was a pretty funny episode. I mean, <laughs> we laughed a lot. <laughs> we did. Haley Stewart's a fantastic guest. Um, yeah. There She's you go. really fun. You guys should absolutely buy her book. Um, I think it's it's just really good for anybody, especially with our current American culture, just to sit and reflect a little bit on... Um, purchasing what you have going on in your life and um, making really room for for the Lord in your house, right? So it's really important and just something to think about, especially as we enter into the Advent season coming soon to, That's right. to see what we can do to prepare for the arrival of baby Jesus. No Christmas gifts this year. That's your takeaway <laughs> from this. Got it. I mean, you don't have to send me anything, Tommy. I'll let you off. The I think hook we should all. I think we should all send Haley a laptop bag. Just all of us. <laughs> just send her so like fifty laptop bags show up on her doorstep. I think that would be everyone good. send their favorite bag. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be so happy. Try these on, Haley. Her address oh, is. No, I'm kidding. So, um, awesome. Well, so good to speak with you again, Tommy. Uh, many congratulations. Congratulations on your Catholic TV show where you are just killing it with our friend Steve. That's right. The other person has been on the podcast twice. Yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, and if you guys have not checked out Repent and Submit yet, you absolutely should. It's on on Wednesday nights at... That's right. Five... Five where I live and eight where you live, Sarah. Yeah, or you can catch it on catholictv.com or if you're like me, I have the Catholic TV app on my Apple TV and that is where I watch it. It's a good app, isn't it? It's they a great a good app. Yeah. So definitely check it out. Tommy and Steve are hilarious and heretical and people will get really <laughs> mad at Tommy on Twitter for stuff that he says on the show. Steve and literally just said we should have female cardinals on the last episode and we did not get any hate mail, which was surprising. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna write some hate mail. <laughs> I'm gonna go to some anonymous email website and just Ooh, start that's mailing. Good. I like it. that. That's nice of you, Sarah. Thank you for for um, sending out the love, and everyone can send their hate mail about Harry Potter to me to Sarah Fabulous, care of the Catholic Hipster Podcast. Yeah, the Catholic <laughs> at Catholic Burgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where we eat meat on Fridays. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Get the mask. Sarah, take good care. Take care, everybody. Bye. Well, that's in the state episode. We'll see you hipsters at max. Where we <laughs> So last I night, last night, that. like, uh, uh, on Twitter, I just, I had a glass of wine and I hadn't had anything to drink for like a week and I was very tired. So I got, I was having a little fun. And so Haley, or not Haley, um, Caitlin from Tea with Tolkien and a couple of priests were talking about, this is not the time for beef. And I wrote back and I was like, I had bolognese for dinner and it was good. <laughs> That's-